0: It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio.
1: Putting it all together to say, here's the offering for the church that allows them to all be on mission together and allows everyone to spend less time sort of in their seats and more times out in the streets, you know, actually evangelizing.
0: It's time for Catholic Games. The show that helps you learn something about the faith while having some fun, and now here's your host, me. Welcome to Catholic Games. I'm Kyle Hyman, your host, and joining me as the contestant for today's game is J.M. Boyd. How are you doing, J.M.?
1: I'm doing good. I'm I'm very nervous, Kyle. Like (laughs) uh, very very nervous. (laughs) I'm really bad under pressure, so this is going to be awesome.
0: So we're just going to uh, play kind of a fun, goofy game. And then I want to talk about the Tilma platform that you guys have been working on. Over Is this a, a product of Glass Canvas, or is it kind of a side project? What would we call it?
1: You know, it's something we've been working on for probably five or six years as part of what we do, sort of naturally grew out of who we are. But it's very quickly become everything we do so we're yeah. actually transitioning from an agency to a product do you think which you will be doing
0: the agency anymore then or you'll kind of run them both side by side
1: we're going to be running the product primarily huh. uh, and then as the product picks up the ability to do what we do as an agency for ministries is going to come back into it but we're going to be able to do it as it relates to the product it's that's you know gets a little tricky but sure the hope is we get to help more ministries do what we do for them as an agency without you know a huge cost associated with it.
0: Uh, I like it. Well, we'll talk more about this and fill people in on what the Tilma platform is and more information about Glass Canvas. But before we do, I have a game. It's a game that I'm calling starts with A. Okay. And it might just sound like I'm saying the letter A, but I, I spelled the game, starts with E-H.
1: Oh, you're you're doing the whole Canadian thing. Well, uh, yeah.
0: I just wanted to celebrate, you yeah. know. No, I'm all for it. All right. Well, it is spelled E-H, but all these words do start with the letter A. Okay. So the answer to every question is going to be a word that starts with A. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's go. Let's go. Commonly depicted as the fruit that Adam and Eve ate when breaking the rules, although the actual type of fruit is never mentioned in the Bible.
1: Oh, apple. Yes. I feel like you're starting me off easy here. Sure,
0: sure. We'll ease into it. (laughs) A ceremonial application of oil which consecrates sacred objects or people. It can happen at baptism, confirmation, priestly ordination, and it has its own sacrament for the sick. Uh, Anointing. Yes. The U.S. state that should probably belong to Canada due to its geographic location. Alaska. <laughs> That's my, maybe just my personal opinion. It seems like it yeah. seems like Alaska should maybe. be part of Canada. I don't know how that happened. It, I don't know.
1: I we bought it from Russia, or you guys? Well, <laughs> the U.S. did. <laughs>
0: Alright, it comes from a Greek word meaning Revelation or unveiling As used in Revelation 1 verse 1 It is also another name for the book of Revelation Oh man uh... <laughs> A lot of times, people use this to okay. refer to like end times Or just something that's like a huge disaster I'm completely blank. <laughs> I have nothing. Apocalypse.
1: Oh, of course.
0: (laughs) Uh, I told you, I
1: don't do well under pressure.
0: Well, I I don't think most of us don't use apocalypse very often. Hopefully not. In in our regular conversations. All right. Often associated with the first bishops of the church, it is someone sent by God. It is also one of the gifts described in Ephesians 4.11. Apostles. Yes. Do you know the, the prayer, the chaplet of the divine mercy? Yeah. Okay. In the chaplet of divine mercy, we pray eternal father. I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ in blank for our sins and those of the whole world.
1: Oh, and man, I've got to start saying it to myself in my head here. Um, An atonement?
0: Yes, that is correct. Another Greek word that means a defense in conduct or procedure. We often use it to mean defending our faith or explaining why the church teaches what it does. But many would just think it means that you're sorry. Or should I say you're sorry?
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Uh,
0: A pup apology? Yes. Oh, like okay. Like apologetics. Yeah, I got it. Apology. Yeah. All right, some might think this is Catholic divorce, but in actuality, it means that the marriage was not valid from the start because it was lacking something necessary for the sacrament, like full knowledge and consent by both parties, uh, free of force or grave fear, etc. Annulment. Yes technically called a decree of nullity, I guess. So it doesn't start with A. Well, it, annulment is what we, yeah, yeah that's what yeah, we call it. It's a type of nut that falls from an oak tree, but also a type of squash. Acorn. Yes. We went through these quickly. we only got one more. Okay. Often used as the close of a prayer, it means so be it, or it is so, truth and much more it originates from aramaic or hebrew and then it was translated into greek then latin and now english as amen that is correct congratulations
1: oh pressure's off the pressure is
0: off you did it i did it did you only get one of them that you were stuck on yeah. apocalypse unfortunately apocalypse yeah nice
1: which i feel i feel good that that's the one i got stuck on <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Better than uh, missing Amen or something. Yeah, that would have been bad. All right. Well, JM, first, let's talk about Glass Canvas a little bit, even though you were kind of phasing out of some of that work. How did Glass Canvas get started, and where did you get the name?
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well, I didn't come up with the name. So it started with four partners. I was the last of the four partners, actually, to come in. Essentially, the agency was built with the idea that we saw something missing, we saw an opportunity to deeply help ministries and the church communicate uh, and build the tools that it needed to communicate appropriately in today's day and age. We sort of grew as a team, so we're there's sixteen of us now. Wow. So the name Glass Canvas, uh, originally it came from an idea that everything we view is through glass, you know when we're communicating, we're communicating through screens or we shoot through a lens or mm. we're looking at our phone. The canvas of today, yeah. you know, where we had the Sistine Chapel in the past and we had all these different things, the canvases of the day were the churches, and different things, the canvas of our day and age are through or on glass.
0: Right. Right. I like so how did you evolve from that and where did the, the Tilma platform begin?
1: So we've been an agency for roughly nine years now which seems crazy to me. But as our clients progressed, their needs got more complicated. And one of the things we saw happening all the time was sort of the needs of a ministry or of a diocese or of a parish sort of trying to piece things together, either from the Protestant world or from the corporate world, to work for the church and recognize that there was an opportunity to really serve deeper and better by creating something custom for them. Mm. So... Many years ago, we developed sort of the web app and websites for Focus, where what they needed was the ability for every missionary to have their own page and to have sort of a unified approach to where they share content and how's that and, you know, receive donations and all these things. And then we worked with the diocese, developing the brand and sort of how we communicate to Catholics who are not fully bought in yet with Detroit. Through Unleash the Gospel. And we worked with Focus on the Family, developing an algorithm to serve people better through content and all these different things. As we piece those all together, what we found is that we had this beautiful package and tool that really served the church incredibly well, a diocese and parishes, to unify everyone onto mission and to allow the ministries that are local to them or programs that they're using actually work into the system as well. So it just was a matter of time of putting it all together to say, here's the offering for the church that allows them to all be on mission together and allows everyone to spend less time sort of in their seats and more times out in the streets, you know, actually evangelizing.
0: So I've watched the video and the pitch and kind of read about this on the website. Is this to replace existing software that churches are currently using, or is it working in relationship to software that parishes would already have?
1: It can do either or. Okay. So, I mean, there is, yeah, it, it can replace software that a diocese or parish is using, but the heart of everything that it's built on, the only reason it replaces things is we need that information in order to make the core of it work. And that core is built around what we call ministry journeys everyone is on a ministry journey and invited into one so no matter hmm. what stage or age you are stage of life or age you are you know everyone's sort of walking on a journey of faith at different levels and there's tons of content out there in the catholic world that's really great for each stage but it it's not all aggregated together and so we end up with things where we just throw everything in a bulletin or everything on a website and hopefully it lands but right. if we can actually cater that content workshops you know, videos, all this content to the individual based on where they're at and help drive them through that journey to the point of an encounter with Jesus or to the point of an encounter with someone who can disciple them into a deeper point of faith. That's our goal, is to work people through a journey to where they step outside the tool and come into a personal encounter.
0: So... Does this happen over email, through an app, through social media, yeah. or a combination so of these?
1: I mean, really, it's an enterprise-level software. Uh, so, there's parts for the parish, there's parts for the diocese, there's parts for ministries all built into it. Uh-huh. But yeah, there it happens wherever people are at. So, whether it's their social feed, whether it's their email inbox, whether it's their parish website or diocesan website that's built for community or built to train disciples who want to become missionary disciples— or through the diocesan newspaper, or wherever it may be. It doesn't live all in one place. That journey can follow with you wherever you are. And that's, I think, what we've learned from this digital continent, the internet, these new Roman roads, is that we have to sort of learn how to walk those Roman roads and use them. They're not all just in one place. You can't just invite someone into the church, you gotta walk on the roads.
0: Right, right. Okay, so I wanna encourage people to check out the website, TilmaPlatform.com. But say I'm I'm bought in. Say I watch the videos like, "Oh yes, we need this at our parish." I'm not employed by the church. I want to pitch this to the parish. <laughs> "Hey, we want to do this." And they're like, "Yeah, but it's going to be so much work to switch platforms or how much is this going to cost us or whatever." Like, how do I how do I pitch this to my priest?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the big one right now is when uh what we see with every parish that's gotten on board is that even without really doing much, you, we're starting to see a regular 5% increase in ministry activity at a parish, hmm. as well as donations. Because when you see people and love them and care for them really deeply, I mean, that that reciprocates, that comes back to you.
0: Well, and so when we, you see that the church is investing in you or the community, you want to support that work too. Exactly. But if you see your church so, isn't doing anything, like... Why would I give my money to them if I'm not seeing exactly. it being fruitful? It, it is fruitful in just sacramental life. But if we're not seeing I mean, the effects of that.
1: I jokingly say, like, if Gap sends me an email on my birthday, why isn't my bishop? You know? <laughs> right. The Right. Wow. So, yeah, it's hard, right? Because people in sitting in the pews, the 93% of people sitting in the pews, they feel more connected in a community to the people at their gym than they do to the people in their parish. Right. And... We need to remember that we are one body. You know, we are the church. And this is a way for us to sort of make people recognize that we do care about them. We do love them. And we do see them. I mean, most people just need to be seen and heard. Yeah. And we have tools that can help them be seen and heard. So primarily, we work with dioceses to roll out the whole thing. That's where we see a huge amount of success. Okay. But parishes individually can get on board as well. And it's not just a parish website. It's actually more the tools to help them drive those ministry journeys. But it also comes with tons of content mm. from all sorts of providers. So we need, actually, uh, ministries out there that want to share their content with you know the greater world, with other parishes and dioceses that are jumping on the system, who want to run workshops. And we can use the algorithms to actually feed it to people who are most likely to engage with that content. <laughs> So parishes can jump on board. There's a parish section. You can do a demo. You can sign up for just by hitting Get Started. We've got uh, a number of other dioceses that are just rolling in right now. We've Van- Vancouver, Brooklyn, and Queens have a number of parishes on board right now. There's different stages for different dioceses. Mm-hmm. But I'm incredibly humbled and blessed to be able to jump alongside these dioceses that are really making a move from maintenance mode to full-on mission mode. and. We just are stoked to be part of that part of that process and help them get there quicker.
0: And I know you said that a uh, 65-year-old volunteer yeah. secretary can run this stuff. Does it require some kind of training for it, or is it really just so easy that anybody can just sit behind it and immediately figure it out?
1: I mean, I say that, but it's also, you can, it's, we built it around and with pastors and secretaries. So we learn as we go and make it better all the time. Uh-huh. Um, So yeah, a 65-year-old volunteer secretary can use it and manage the tool, but you can also have someone who really gets in deep and has a lot of access. So it's based on what's called person-based permissions. So every person, not a role, but a person you can define what access they have to it. So, you can have your head of Knights of Columbus have access to his ministry page on your parish, hmm. but not have to touch anything else. And he, Or your youth minister can have access to their stuff and build forms and sign-up sheets and have people order t-shirts for the retreat all within the system without having to mess with anything else. Or the complete opposite. You can have a super user who yeah. can... The parish that... Divine Renovation started out at St. Benedict's that are on it. We've got massive parishes and small parishes on it. And that, what's really cool is like just the parishes that have gotten on board have seen that 5% increase, but the ones that are actually putting effort into it and using the content and the tools have seen up to like a 30% increase in donation and ministry activity.
0: And this is in a relatively short time, too. This isn't like... Ten years that it took to build that up. No, this is in the
1: last six months. So, I mean, imagine
0: Um, if you can do that in six months, what's going to happen in six years with a parish? Yeah. If you can keep that momentum of keep building and keep improving. That's that's, the dream, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, So does this also replace the website? At this point,
1: yes, it does. So it becomes your website. Okay. And that's the easiest way to have everything in one place. We're working around some tools. Obviously, some parishes have websites they've invested heavily into that we're working you know, down the road in the roadmap to being able to give them as much as we can. But in order to learn an individual, we need to have as much information on that individual as possible so that the system can guide content to them yeah. appropriately. It's very important to understand that like, the user, the parishioner, is actually in charge of their information. So they're, they're an anonymous person to the system, hmm. but, um, and they own their data. So, oh, interesting. No one can dig down deep and say, "Hmm, what are you
0: up to, Kyle?" And yeah, uh, see so where you've been going, what websites you've been on, or what videos yeah, you've watched, yeah. or things like that.
1: No, it's like, how do we know? Hey, okay, guys who are of a certain age, they're asking a bunch of information about parenting and how to be a better dad. Great, now we know we can run a workshop for dads because we have enough of them who want to.
0: Right. Right. Well, I'm excited about this. I know you guys are. You've been putting so much work into this and the innovation challenge and all of that. So uh, where should people go to find out more information about everything?
1: Uh, definitely go to tilmaplatform.com to check it out. Schedule a demo or uh, introduce your bishop to it or your diocesan staff would be awesome. Okay. And you can also check out Glass Canvas. I mean, we still have all of our information there and all of our stuff there. And uh, that's going to be sort of morphing over the last next few months To be more centralized and focused around the products we're bringing out.
0: Okay, and that's glasscanvas.io, correct? Is the Glass Canvas website and tilmaplatform.com. Check it out; it's really cool. There's a video up there and all kinds of information, so people need to check it out. All right, JM Boyd, it's been a pleasure. Congratulations on your victory today, and congratulations with all the cool stuff that you guys are doing with Tilma Platform. I think it's so awesome.
1: Thanks, man. I really
0: appreciate it. One of the best ways you can support us is to share this podcast with your friends. We'd appreciate it. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit.